Hi friends, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Schechter. Thanks so much for being here. On this first rebranded episode, my guest is my partner, Ayahuasca Carr. I welcome her back for a second time. And on this episode, we get into a great discussion about integration and what happens when we set strong intentions, but the medicine wants to take us in another direction. What do we do with that? How do we integrate it? And how do we keep an open mindset of a student, of uh, someone that's curious and coming to the experience for guidance, for transformation, and for uh, change and healing. So really enjoyed uh, making this one. If you watch on Instagram, we actually were able to record in one room together, sort of like a real podcast, I guess, um, instead of on Instagram, which has been super convenient uh, for you know putting together things through the pandemic and helping to connect people from different audiences. Um, but it was fun to just uh, sit in one room together and actually record this one. So hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Schechter. Um, today is the first episode of 2022. And we have a very special episode, Ayahuasca Car the, at the Multidimensional Journey on Instagram. And if you notice, uh, we're not doing the IG live. We're actually in the same room. So how wonderful. What a wonderful experience. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Jonathan. And thank you so much for having this podcast and offering such valuable information to so many people. And thanks for having me on again. I'm excited. Yeah, it's it just makes sense to have you on for the first show of 2022, the first show with this little rebrand pivot into mm -hmm. the vital point, um, because you were the first uh, guest on the first episode of the podcast when we were One Question Wednesday. Yeah. And you helped me uh, manifest this podcast in like an hour. So thanks yeah. for... Thanks for putting up with my ideas like, hey, let's do a podcast. Like, let's do it right now. Let's put it on Instagram. Let's yeah, go live. It's amazing. I love it. You are a master manifester and I'm here to support you. So I'm excited oh, to be here. Thank you. Well, okay. So the vital point rather than one question Wednesday was just gave us a little bit more room to expand to not just say, well, we asked the one question, so let's just quit. Um, but to still keep things concise and like super value for uh, the listeners um, for questions and topics about um, self-development and breath work and psychedelics, all the, the awesome things about transformational um, practices that yeah. we are so into. Yes. So um, the question for today's episode is um, how, how do you work with um, an experience uh, especially within like psychedelics or plant medicine, mm -hmm. where you set a strong intention going into the experience, and then the um, the the trip or the ceremony, the the, the experience that you have is totally different. Mm -hmm. You know, goes in a completely different direction, or the medicine shows you something completely different than what you sort of set your intention as. Like, how would you work with that? situation yeah um and I, I think there's many ways to work with it and um i think when things don't always 
go as planned, it can actually be a really positive thing, you know, um, and we can maybe talk when it, when it, um, maybe more challenging experiences is a little different. I think they should be treated a little differently, but yeah. So when we're, when we're talking about setting intentions, which I practice myself and I also practice with the students that I work with is that we are having a conversation with the medicine specifically since I work with ayahuasca, but we're setting intentions or we're coming to the medicine and humility and reverence about what it is that we want to work on. You know, what what we want to know, what we want to see. You know, for example, help me see the challenges I'm having around being vulnerable in my relationships. Help me see the blockages around um, being, being this person I know I am, yet there seems to be gaps here that I don't have access to. Um, and so we can set intentions by, by starting this conversation. And I have found when we're very clear and concise with what we want, um, the outcomes are really powerful. They really are because it's that two-way conversation, um, you know, and it's really important too um, that we let go of expectation. So we can set those intentions, yet we don't want to cling on to them too hard. Um, and the thing that I have found that oftentimes, like anything that, you know, very comically, I, I might set some intentions and then I'm like, I kind of know how the night's going to go. Like it's, it's a running joke in my head, even after all the experiences I've had with ayahuasca, I still think... I might know what's going to happen, which is in my mind pretty hilarious and I think just a um a reflection of how the ego thinks it knows so much or at least mine. So, um and then oftentimes I'm met with like this mind-blowing um experience that answers my intentions and then some in these really really incredible ways. Um and I think just for an example, like say someone goes into an experience with ayahuasca and they want to heal their relationship with their mom. And they have this narrative about their mom. They've had these experiences with their mom and perhaps they're quite painful, you know, and um, they really want to heal this. And they think this is what needs to be done in order to heal. They have a narrative around it. And oftentimes what will happen is that the medicine will show us in this whole different way that we could have never thought about, felt about, uh, seen about, anything, you know? And it's just, it's it's mind-blowing. I, I can't really, I, don't, I think words don't do it justice in terms of the experiences that we have that are absolutely healing with um, with plant medicines, with psychedelics, and really other other expanded states of consciousness. Yeah, what I what I heard you talking about there was having a lot of humility, you know, um, getting exposed to things that are beyond our wildest uh, dreams sometimes and our wildest ideas, uh, expectations of what could happen. And, you know, how many times does that happen in our life? You know, like if we're students and we're going to school, mm -hmm. we're not going to walk into school being like, 
I know exactly what's going to happen here. Just right. just give me the diploma. Totally. Right. And or if we're going to the doctor, you know, we we go to um, to, to to professionals in our life. We pay them to help us get further or to help us learn and expand to see things or to do things that are uh, beyond our abilities. And, you know, in the same way, these plants are teachers and are able to uh, impact us and affect us in ways that are sometimes are beyond our wildest dreams. Totally. And so, you know, having the humility to say like, well, this is what I think I want to work on, but also being open to like, well, there's a lot that's going on outside of my you know, my sphere of influence and my, maybe my realm of awareness. No, exactly. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like we're talking a lot about want, like what we want from the medicine or what we want from the experience. And there's a very common saying with ayahuasca that you won't always get what you want. You'll get what you need. need, Right. And that's, always pretty for for about 95 percent of my experiences it's it's always been that way in terms of the profound healings and insights and things i would have never thought of in terms of um you know healing my own past or the way i thought about myself or the way i identified with myself how the medicine can um absolutely open us up to so many other realities it's it's absolutely incredible i also like something that you were talking about before we hit record in terms of um the intention setting process not just being like as you're preparing to take the medicine you know it it being a, a whole part of the preparation process and the the practices that you're doing to to integrate the lessons from the medicine um and what you want to embody right into your daily life not just like showing up um what did you say uh putting like doing the your homework on the teacher's desk sure sure yeah we were (laughs) we were watching something and we heard that right yeah 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 Yeah, so um, definitely like our intentions start, you know, much more than, you know, what we decide what's going to happen or decide what we want to happen or what what the questions we're coming with uh, that night that we're in ceremony. Um, Intention is uh, slowing down, you know, creating that space for yourself uh, before the ceremony happens, committing to a mindfulness practice, committing to a breathwork practice where you're consciously regulating your emotional and mental state um your diet your you know journaling um and that's why with with myself now you know i wasn't always like this like you know preparation and integration like these are words that um i would i would say i don't know if i can say this i think i think westerners have come up with these terms especially in ayahuasca land because it's just not a part of our everyday culture, we're mm. literally integrating an indigenous practice into this Western paradigm, right? Huh. So we've had to come up with the preparation and integration, but but really, with any expanded state of consciousness, you do have to intentionally prepare so you can have the best set setting, safety, you know, all of these things, um, and that's a skill set, you know, to be able 
to breathe your way through an ayahuasca ceremony, to be with the experience, to stay connected to your body as much as possible. You know, you're obviously blasted into the cosmos often and you want to attempt to stay connected as possible. Um, and that's, that's created with certain, you know, mental and emotional regulation, uh, skills and techniques. Um, and that's why I feel like the mindfulness, the breath work, the internal family systems, meaning taking a good look at, you know, what happened in your own family of origin, how I or you have internalized that, um, you know, because these things will come up in, in the medicine space for sure. Yeah. Having that preparation, um, I think can also allow us to do deeper work, you know, so maybe, maybe we're coming in with this like big intention of like, you know, you mentioned like, I want to heal my relationship with my mom. That's a lot. And that's going to be multi-layered, you know, that's not something that necessarily you're going to, uh, resolve during one ceremony or one session. So, um, all the things that we do to help us prepare can actually, I think, take us deeper and maybe help align us in the longer term with some of those intentions, some of those bigger intentions, you know, like, just like if you walked into a gym and you've never worked out before, you're not, they're not just going to stick you on the Olympic lifts, right? Right. Like there's skills and things that you're going to practice and like, uh, progressions that you're going to go through to help you prepare mm-hmm. to be able to do these more complex, yes. uh, mechanical, um, uh, physically taxing activities. So Absolutely. I think in the same way, like the the plant medicines are kind of giving us the, those the same opportunities from like this spiritual um, uh, dimension as well of like oh cool you yeah. want to heal with you want to heal your mom well okay let's like work on this and let's work on this and then we can like totally. you know and and help get you more regulated you know mm-hmm. in terms of mm-hmm. your mindfulness or you know the the resources that you have for your breath right all of a sudden now you have much more capacity to maybe sit with that thing that you're like okay this is what i think i'm here to do no totally yeah yeah, I like how you said, um, yeah, building, using those practices and those resources to get us ready for the heavier lifting, so to speak, in terms of whether it's healing or even expanding, right? It's not always about um, shadow work. Sometimes right. it's about expanding into higher states of consciousness. Um, either way, having solid resources and skills and tools and techniques to work with this plant or be in relationship with it is, is very much needed. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think you also touched on something that's really important is just having the patience, Mm. um, to, Mm -hmm. to want to do this work. You know, this isn't something like, you know, you mentioned the sort of the Western mindset and what's our Western mindset, like, uh, drink this or take this, you know, pill and just instantly, you're cured. Never mind that you just got 10 other, you know, side effect totally. problems, right? And that you're not really actually healing something, you're just masking it. Totally. But, you know, that's that's sort of our expectation and really being able to integrate some mm-hmm. of these things can be a long time, you know, practice and it's something yes. that, you know, it it, it takes us time. 
Um, so just having the patience to um, to to be able to work with this as a process and not right. just say like, well, I really wanted this thing to happen tonight or you know yesterday. Totally. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think um, you bring in two two really good points, which is the patience is is absolutely key and needed in any healing or self discovery or self expansion journey. Um, that is a skill, right? And um, yeah, so you know, Western mentality is very symptom driven, and we look on very like superficial level, right? right? And ayahuasca definitely in terms of their you know their their plant paradigm and how they actually heal they heal and see things at a much deeper level as a lot of eastern practices do or a lot of practices that are essentially not western right right we're very symptom driven here in the west so yeah kind of preparing one's mind that you know this isn't it's you know, it's not just taking a drink of ayahuasca. I, I wish it was, it, you know, but it's not. It requires so much more, you know, before and after and ongoing. And that's why, you know, preparation and integration, especially now, now that we're getting more sophisticated in the psychedelic and plant medicine space, um, is, is really needed, you know, in order to do this work, you know, deeply. And I can't think of a better word, on right now, although I don't really want to use it, but correctly, mm-hmm. um, uh, because sometimes we can make the mistake of hopping from ceremony to ceremony to ceremony without integrating. And I used to do that. But once I learned like, oh, like this is an actual thing that I could pull back and really understand that what integration really requires is a set of skills and a set of understanding so we can reach that completion process with ourselves whatever it is we're working on to come to a place of of wholeness there's again a lot of humility there you know just um being being willing to do your own work as a facilitator um, as somebody that wants to work in this space Mm -hmm. you know as as psychedelics become um, so much more uh, mainstream and 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 well known. Um, you know, you you mentioned just like jumping from ceremony to ceremony, and um, I think that that's something that's really important for uh, us as facilitators to do. Whether you're working with plant medicine or breath work or um, you know therapy, coaching, whatever mm-hmm. you're doing, it's like we have to do our own work. Yeah. Um, otherwise, we're not really going to be able to help people or know how to meet them where they're at right, right. Um, and especially with psychedelics and plant medicines that can be really harmful to people you know so um, I, I think what you're saying is like be willing to sit there and do your own work and um, go through your own process and, and have the humility and the patience to do that yeah and I mean in, I don't want to explain it but when, when you do your own work, you're just so much more connected to people because you're connected to the suffering. You're connected to the mm-hmm. pain because you you can empathize with it and you understand it, mm-hmm. you know? And if, if you haven't, um, it's hard to take someone where you've never been, you know? And of course, um, with ayahuasca, like that's, that's definitely for sure. 
Like, you know, it's, it's very hard to facilitate a process that you don't really understand and you don't know too much about. Um, but especially with like any sort of, um, healing work that's like trauma related or expansion related. Um, yeah, definitely. I think it just makes you, um, you feel better as a person when you do that work on yourself. Like you personally feel more whole. And my saying is, is like, I want to be able to give the gift that was given to me to the, I mean, the gift of healing, the gift of being a sacred witness, the gift of holding space. Like that's what's needed in order to really usher somebody through a transformative process. And, um, I think it's amazing the work that's already been done by so many people. And I just, yeah, I think it's, 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 um, it's a really awesome process to go through. Awesome. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing and for for the work you're doing. Yeah. Just, you know, uh, combining plant medicine work and, um, you know, from a trauma informed lens is such a powerful uh, method for change. And so thank you for, you know, for championing that cause and for helping people learn about it and for helping people do the work themselves. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's, uh, I always say when people like express gratitude towards me is like, I would just thank my, my, the people I've learned from, you know, therapists, coaches, um, the plants, it's like, it's, it's everything that's been given to me and want to, to pass on that gift to others. So you're welcome. And thank you so much. (laughs) Well, awesome. This has been a great conversation. And, um, so thank you so much for being on the podcast again. Thank you. Uh, where should people go to, uh, learn more about your offerings and and your work? Yeah. You can find me on Instagram under the multidimensional journey, and you can stay up to date with all my posts and my education that I offer and also the link in my uh, bio on the Instagram are the links to my breathwork circles, how to work with me, um, my podcast, my YouTube, pretty much pretty much everything they can find there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ayahuasca Carr. And thank you for listening to the, another episode of The Vital Point. Um, and please uh, follow, subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to the podcast on definitely helps uh, get the word out and uh, get the podcast to more people. So um, until next time, friends, um, remember to practice and have humility and patience. That is right. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for checking out this episode. I hope that not only you enjoyed it, but that you feel inspired to go and practice, um, you know, go meditate, do some breath work, take an ice bath, or that you feel curious about adding a new practice to your self-development and transformation work. As always, if you can like, follow, subscribe the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on, it really helps just making that or adding a review really helps push the show up in the algorithm and also follow me on Instagram at blue magic alchemy, all one word. And if you're interested in learning more about breath work or you'd like support integrating or preparing 
for self-development and transformational work, uh, reach out to me at bluemagicalchemy at gmail.com or on Instagram to set up a discovery call for integration coaching. Until next time, thank you, be well, and keep practicing.